welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, y'all. So if you are listening to this podcast in real time, you would know that we are in December of 2022 and we are coming to the home stretch of 2022 as well as the home stretch of this season of the Becoming Unique podcast. So yeah, there's only about three more episodes left before we close out this season. And boy, oh boy, has this been such a beautiful season. Yes, it has been. There's been a lot of conversations with starting off the season with oral health care, talking about chiropractor, um, sound healing, nutrition, fitness, The list can go on and on, but if you have been consistent with listening to the Becoming Unique podcast, you would always hear an undertone of self-care and healing. I think that comes with every single episode. No matter what the title of the episode is, you will always hear some form of, you know, self-care and healing. And this week is about healing. And the next few weeks going forward, closing out this season, closing out this year, will be different conversations around healing, but not talking about healing where it's like we need to run to the store and get something to heal. All of the tools that we have, or many of the tools that we have, are are within us, within us, and it's about mindset and energy and so many other elements that we already have within us. So there is a beautiful focus on that over the next few weeks. And please be open to all of the beautiful messages that will be coming in through the different guests that I have in store for you. And Let me not chit-chat too long because today is another beautiful episode with some conversation around healing. So let's get started. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful and an amazing guest by the name of Tracy. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to, you know, get into today's topic about self-healing. But before we get started, please let everyone know who is Tracy. Hmm. Well, my name is Tracy Whitted. I'm originally from the Washington, D.C. metro area. I um, lived there for first third of my life. Then I went out to Colorado with my family and lived there. It was beautiful. And now I'm down here in the high desert of Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I worked in corporate America, like for Xerox and lots of different companies. And I was always doing a good job at work, but it wasn't really who I am. So on the side, (laughs) I would always study energy work and spirituality and meditation and yoga and all those kinds of things. 
so that's really who I am. But I was out in the world as a, who I thought I needed to be um, until about a year and a half ago. I decided, you know, I'm older now. I can actually retire, semi-retire. And now I'm just focused on doing the healing work and bringing my service to the world as the best that I can. So I'm so grateful to be on podcasts because I can at least talk about it rather than hide like I was when I was in corporate America, so to speak. Oh, I absolutely love your story because, you know, it's beautiful that you understood you were working, but at the same time, you knew that there was something, there was a deeper message that needed to come out of you. And it's beautiful that now you are walking into the pathway of this message that you're sharing with the world. And, um, Thank you. Thank you for listening to your soul and listening to your spirit and arriving to us today as you are. And I can't wait to dig deeper into this with you. And be, but before we dig deeper into healing and all that type of stuff, sure. can you please share with me what the self-care look like for you? You know, I think self-care for myself and for anyone has to do with actually paying attention and having the awareness and listening to your body. Now, because I was from the East Coast, walk with me, talk with me, let's go, 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 be productive, do all that stuff. I would just go and go and go and not listen like when I needed to rest or when I needed to pause. And now I've learned that there's a thing called the sacred pause. It's like how I was as a child. I would play in Virginia, it was beautiful weather, beautiful place in the summer, ride your bike, do all those things. But then there are those moments that I remember most recently is where you just like sit in your green grass lawn and look up at the sky and see the clouds going by and just being mm. without having your thoughts interrupted and just, and just taking care. I guess I'm an introvert. So this is like a stretch to actually like come out and talk and do all this stuff, but it, it's how I reclaim my energy. And so when I listen to myself, um, and notice if I actually pay attention and, and then take action for that, then my life goes better. So like, if you're starting to feel sick, what I would do is go to sleep because my, my body will just, will just rejuvenate itself. If I get out of the way and just let it rest and rejuvenate, mm. but I have always, for whatever reason, been interested in health. It's just kind of like my blueprint or something like how I came in. And uh, I've always wanted to learn about nutrition and exercise. So the, the holistic health has been a passion of mine. And then it kind of like morphed into more of the invisible realms, like etheric and things like that, that you can't see or that I can't see. Right. And it's basically physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. However you do that, however you feel called to act out, take action is what I mean by act out. You know, I, I've taken good care of myself for a long time as far as nutritionally eating organic. I've gone from vegetarian to keto to, you know, I've, I investigated all and my body does better light with lighter food mm -hmm. and hydration. We were talking before we started about the uh, Essentia water. I mean, water is so healing. So I hydrate, I move, I mm -hmm. rest. Um, and lately, now that I'm not in corporate America and such, I actually allow myself to be creative and, and read and uh, draw. And not that it's to be like in a gallery, it's just to allow my soul to express itself. So I think the more that we can allow our true nature to come out and not judge it, that's self-care. Beautiful. You know, I love that you said at the beginning about the secret pause. And, you know, just, I, I love that name, Sacred Pause. <laughs> I've just never, I just never heard it like that before. And I think, I know that I am a person that loves a sacred pause. And I am also an introvert. And a lot of times I'm just sitting there in the, my stillness and just being at that moment. And, you know, I, have, I live around a lot of extroverts and they're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you just sitting there? Like they think I'm supposed to be busy. I'm like, I'm good. I just need to just be. And, yes. um, and, and it's also recognizing what works for you. You know, they may not be able to work with the sacred poise because they have to stay busy all the time, but sacred poise is, is, is healing for me. And like you were saying with, um, when you start to feel 
sickness and things like, oh my goodness, the rest to get sleep, to get that healing. Your body is healing when you are sleeping. So I agree with you on, on that one. Um, it's so much like get your sleep. And I feel like so many of my podcast guests have been saying this recently, like sleep, sleep, <laughs> get the sleep. It's just so, so healing. And, um, you said a lot of key points, like taking action and, um, and so much more. And I thank you for sharing all of this. And again, you gave us the reminder that self-care comes from within. You don't have to go outside to go find self-care. Yes, it's nice to go put and buy a new pair of shoes Monday and say self-care, but, <laughs> but the reality is recognizing those everyday functions that you have within yourself that you can apply for the self-care. And I thank you for that because, you know, self-care is also healing. There are many forms of healing. There's not one blue pill, but self-care is one of the forms of healing. Um, but I wanted to talk to you today to get the conversation started around self-healing. Because I know, you know, when I read your bio, you know, you had something about self-healing. So, you know, what, like, what is self-healing and, um, and how is self-healing possible? So for me, uh, going within every day before I start my day um, through contemplation or meditation and just, I think self-healing is actually connecting to yourself. And how do you do that? Well, you actually choose it. You actually make a choice to go within, deep within and connect to yourself and your true self. And what do I mean by that? It's like your higher self. You could call it God, creator, source. It's the energy that animates everyone and everything. Mm -hmm. It is who we truly are, our essence, our soul. And every morning, what I do, what we you know, like we have physical hygiene, you know, we take a shower, yeah. brush our teeth, all of this. And I use spiritual hygiene because I feel like we're not just this physical body that we actually emanate on many different levels, layers, timelines, dimensions. And through the use of light and sound, it's kind of like if you reduced us soul to the most foundational fundamental level we're kind of like just light and sound not just but light and sound and so the work that I do is I I actually call in my guides of 100% pure divine light and the reason I do that say those words of 100% pure divine light is because the first time I had an energetic clearing with um, the multi-dimensional body balancing the person who taught me this work or part of the work that I do, because I've got it integrated a lot. Mm -hmm. Called in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And then she had this really long pause and I'm laying on a body work table, fully clothed. And I, I was like, what's going on? What, why is, why are you silent? You know? And she says, oh, well, there's a changing of the guard. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Wow. That means that I thought I was working with divine qualities but they weren't exactly the highest of the high and the holiest of the holy so it's very important through if we're light and sound like supposedly we're not even physical but it sure seems real that if we are to use our voice which is vibration which is to me it's like light in action it's sound is light but it's it's coming through us and so we're very powerful and we forget that and so as we use our voice, our thoughts, our feelings in the highest and greatest way for ourselves. You know, we talk about self-healing, but we also talk about self-love. You know, how can you actually just love the heck out of yourself without thinking that you're conceited or uh, narcissistic or any of those things? It's really your divine right to do that. And you need to do that so that you can be of your highest and greatest quality and potential to be an expression in the world. I mean, like, what if you are quote unquote, God also, I mean, we are the emanation of this light and sound and this quality of life of why we're here. And so back to self-healing, I call in my guides of hundred percent pure divine light. 
and I ask for my highest and greatest good to be done for myself and for all concerned. It's just the way that I connect in the morning to what I can't see, but I know exists, whether that's faith, whether that's just, uh, you know, chills on your body and you just know, like truth bumps, etc. And then I call in the light that I use when I work with people, but I use it for myself. So I take a light bath every morning with myself and Mm -hmm. I I intend this so that I can be as balanced and productive and as high vibe as possible Mm -hmm. to get rid of all the blocks and the disconnects and the misperceptions and, and all those kinds of things that, you know, we think we're present. But when in fact, you know, we've got DNA going on in our body that we've inherited things that create our personality from our ancestors in our genetic line. And so sometimes I get motivated, like yesterday, I was motivated, I got the inspiration to clear my mother's side of the family um, on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. And I use light and sound and phrases that the guides help me with to clear it out. And what I like about that is I don't need to know the story. I don't need to know what traumas happened for them. I, I, I have compassion, but mm-hmm. I don't need to know. I just want that crap out of me yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's insidious. It's like, you don't really know it's there, but it's affecting my ability to be fully present because I've got a past pattern going on in my life that I'm unaware of. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do that. And I clear my ancestry so many generations back and I use light and sound to do that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. <laughs> You've been saying so many amazing things. And I, I, I was curious to know, what does the light bath look like for you in the morning? I know you say, you say, you know, a hundred percent pure divine um, light, but um, are you just saying the words um, or are you doing any other actions with it? I'm thinking them, I'm imagining them, I'm knowing that that's happening. Mm -hmm. And one of the real simple things to do for anyone listening is to just in the morning, get quiet, breathe in and out through your heart chakra in between, you know, in the front and the back. And that's the connection between you and spirit. It's like when spirit, let's say, is exhaling, you're inhaling. Mm -hmm. And then when you're exhaling, spirit is inhaling. I just have that connection pattern, thought, um, practice. And then you could just to make it simple, not to teach the whole class in two minutes (laughs) (laughs) is to imagine yourself standing in a rainbow light waterfall. And that could be as simple as you do that in your imagination. You know, it's just like all of this light coming, I'm standing in the center of a rainbow light waterfall Mm -hmm. and I'm asking it to clean, clear, cleanse, heal Mm -hmm. harmonize and balance me yeah on all levels layers timelines and dimensions and bring me to this present time Mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised how beautiful it is when you're you and your guides or whatever you want to call it you and the divine work together in concert they might take you down a wormhole in your imagination of whatever you need in that moment. And what this does is it works with you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. It's a holistic approach. And Mm. so I do a lot more things, but rather than, you know, I use the violet consuming flame and I ask the violet consuming flame to clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance me on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. Well, if I've got wounds and disconnects in my being, in my invisible bodies, which are, you know, you have your physical, which we can see. Uh You've also got your super physical, let's say it's right next to you and it goes out like a rainbow light goes out with the different colors. You've got your astral body, which is emotions, Uh your causal body, which is your past lives. If you believe in that or memories, you've got your mental body, all where your thoughts and, you know, conclusions derive as well as your spiritual body, your etheric body, higher mind, and then your soul body. So there's Mm -hmm. all of these things going on. And most of the time when we have wounds or disconnects, I feel and imagine it to be like energy, like an energy blob. And it gets stuck in the matrix of who I am, like graph paper all around me. And if I'm thinking negative, or if I'm thinking positive, 
it has an attraction to it and that energy can glob and stick and stay. So I ask it to be cleared out. Not that I know exactly what's going on, but I trust. That's the big yeah. thing is inner trust. Yeah. To know that it's occurring so that, and so let me just say, sorry, I just, this is really important. I think hundred percent pure divine light is really important to call in. Asking for your highest and greatest good is important to call in. And then just using the light in your own imagination. I use the rainbow light waterfall. You could use the rain, you could use the violet consuming flame to get rid of things. Uh -huh. But you all, once you get rid of things, you want to heal and seal yourself with liquid golden light because the universe likes a vacuum and I don't want anything negative or something to replace it that I don't want in there. Uh -huh. So I, I heal and seal with liquid golden light. And then I anchor and hold with divine protection. I mean, there's things that people have in their own beliefs and statements that can be said, whether it's Catholic, mm -hmm. Judaism, whatever, whatever you believe is fine. As long as you connect to the divine, clean yourself up, heal and seal yourself and go out in your day to be as whole as possible. And it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is really um, beautiful that you're saying all of this because like you started off, you said we wake up every day and we do our hygiene stuff. We take our shower, we get ready for the world on the outside, but it's, you know, also very important to think about, you know, cleansing ourselves internally, spiritually, and on those other realms that you can't see around you. So we are prepared to go out there in the world. So even if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, this is woo woo, um, you know, you believe in energy, you, you know, matter if you don't believe in anything, when you walk in the room, be like, I don't like her attitude. I don't like her energy. I don't, you know, or, Ooh, I, I like, I like her energy, you know, even if you don't believe. So by you just saying that, you know, there's something exterior happening. It wasn't necessarily the clothes the person had on or the fact that they took a shower that day. <laughs> it was something in their aura field that you were attracted to or non-attracted to or something. So being mindful that we are also walking out in this world with this field as well too. And by saying positive words, like you're saying, bringing the highest divine light and so on, you know, it, it cleanses us to walk out into the world and it also cleanses our mind mentally to be prepared for the world because our mind loves to chitter chatter. True. And then with the chitter chatter, <clears throat> we could be thinking about things from, you know, negative thoughts from yesterday, from 10 years ago and so on. And now this is now in our energetic field and we're carrying that weight along with us. So by setting the tone for the day, by doing this cleansing ritual spiritually is very important. <laughs> I think that helps self-healing, self-love. <laughs> all of those things. And, you know, the truth is a lot of us are fractured through trauma, through disconnects, through hurt feelings that, you know, those can fracture us, if you will. And doing this practice of actually connecting with yourself, connecting with the divine and realizing that you are a sacred, holy being here. You don't have to think that you're walking on water or any of that. I'm just saying, remember that you're a divine human being. And this creates that wholeness so that we're not looking at the world so myopically, you know, just so small mm -hmm. that there's a bigger picture out there. There's a bigger wholeness to us. Yes. And there was something that you had said when you were speaking earlier, and I wasn't sure what it was. What is the violet consuming flame? Oh, well, years ago, I used to study with the... Um, with some people in Longmont, Colorado, and it was the um, Saint Germain. If you've heard of Saint Germain, he um, uses the violet consuming flame. And, and I think her name is Elizabeth Prophet. I think she's still on the planet, I could be wrong, but she created a, um, I wanna call it a publishing house or a clearing house called um, Summit Lighthouse. I believe it was called Universal Summit Lighthouse. I could be wrong, it's been so many years, but Basically, the ascended masters that are around. I mean, there's so many spiritual works, so many books. Um, I used to have a couple of them. I think I still do. They're really cool books because it's like green leather with purple type. 
but it's sacred, it's anointed, it's powerful. And so the violet consuming flame is a light tool that we can all use that actually um, cleans you up. So let's say you have a wound. If you looked at that wound, if you were clairvoyant and you could see the wound, it would look like a counterclockwise spiral going into the body. And so the violet light goes in, into the wound, cleans it all up, just the light. Think of yourself as going into a washing machine, but you're directing the light to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you ask it to eject any negative objects, reverse any negative thought forms, clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance. Mm-hmm. So now you got that big gaping hole that had a wound energetically and you've cleaned it all out, but it's still there and it's clean. And that's why you use the healing liquid light to pour into that wound and seal it, heal and seal it. And then you activate upward spirals because that's how we're supposed to be. This is expansion, this energy that's wide and vast. And we forget that. Mm. We think we're human and we're all fearful and contracted and we get hurt. So we have these implosions, these energies that come at us. So after you clean it all up with the violet light, And you use your imagination to see it and feel it and know it's there, but it's a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The violet consuming flame is a thing. And I know that St. Germain used it. He's all about the violet flame. So Summit Lighthouse, I think is what it's called. And you guys could look it up on the web, all about the violet flame. And then the liquid golden light is just healing and sealing. That's very high vibe. And then you activate upward spirals so that you're like returning yourself to how you were whole and complete, not this wounded person. You clean it up and then you expand it and heal and seal it. And then the other one is the golden white light. Like you you, you anchor and hold with divine protection of truth, wisdom, and healing love. You know, people think, and, and the dark is real. The, the dark energies are real. I don't focus on them. Uh, I respect them. It's like electricity. I respect it. I don't, you know, mess with it. But at the same time, the light always prevails, always. So if you're on a scale of one to 10, 10 is light. Mm-hmm. And the dark could be nine to one. Yeah. But they never, they, whatever they're called, negative yeah. terminology for all of those levels of it, the light always prevails. It never gets to level 10. Mm-hmm. So I want to instill. If you call in 100% pure divine light, you're going to have a better life because you're not attracting any lower frequencies. And sometimes we have lower frequency experiences to help us grow and unfold and expand. So I'm not saying the dark is bad. It's just a thing. You know, it's like what creates the contrast so that why we're here in this 3D realm, it exists. I mean, we kind of are a warring planet. Have you noticed? (laughs) Yes. So uh, it exists, but you can focus and raise your frequency by focusing on the light and calling in your entourage, your angelic assembly, your council of light to assist you. We think we're in this alone and we are never alone. We always have support and help. And some people may think it's woo-woo, but there is a spiritual aspect and dimension to this life here. I think that's why we're here is to become more of who we truly are. Yes. And um, one of my favorite quotes, I have many favorite quotes, but it's like, <laughs> we're in, um, where intention goes, energy will flow. True. So with understanding that there is two different lights, there is a light a light and there's a dark. And if we understand that every day we can focus towards the light, that's where the energy will flow within us. And dark is real. It does exist. Um, <laughs> but it, but let's not be, let's be mindful not to pour into that energy, right. to pour into the light energy. And like you said, like, you know, it, the dark, it, it, it may be present in a lot of our lives, but you know, if we look back at the dark times, it took us to an even higher vibration if we allowed it to. And be like, oh, I kind of needed to go through that so I could get out of that stuck place. You're right. So everybody serves its course, but be mindful where intention goes, energy will flow. Yes. So, 
focus towards the um the light. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and we do have to unfold. And what if there is such a thing as karma? What if we were a perpetrator in a previous incarnation? I don't think energy, I think that's what Einstein or somebody like that said that you can't destroy you can't destroy energy. So if that's true and we're energy, I mean, that's what kind of animates our breath and everything about our body being here, that when we leave and release uh, from our body, that that energy goes somewhere and continues to live a life of its own. And so what if there are other incarnations? And what if you were a perpetrator? You wouldn't think that you would do that in this. Oh, no, that's not me. But I don't know what's going on. I don't. I admit it. I do not know. I trust, but I don't know. So, okay. So we, we understand like light is important. Light is us. We are light, light and sound, like you said. So I think we make it very clear about the whole understanding around light. Um, and light is healing. And, you know, and I know you deal with like, you know, healing on a different realm. You're not giving healing where you're saying, here goes the magic blue pill. Now you're healed. Um, what does healing look like for you? Healing for me looks like the person who is receiving energy or is in, or even for myself actually transforms that's healing where they actually have more awareness and take more of an empowered point of view and allow themselves to treat themselves with loving kindness. Mm -hmm. It's very important that yeah. we I think I froze. I think it's very important that we notice the small wins, the small times. Like if sometimes people come to my table and they just cry, yeah. You know? And then on Zoom, it happens there as well. You know, it's very mysterious. I don't know how to discuss alchemy, but it's mm -hmm. like spiritual alchemy. And how it works is through the light and the sound. I don't do it. But when I witness someone getting healed, they are, they are expanding in their awareness. They are, they're acting out in self-loving ways. They are transforming. They are unfolding. We see small, um, small increments of success through someone feeling more whole, more connected, more true to themselves. Mm -hmm. And they um, feel better, feel lighter. And it's hard to put words to it. And I, I have a friend who's a clairvoyant and she was my client and she laid on the table and this works energetically long distance as well over Zoom. It doesn't have to be on a bodywork table, but she lives here in Santa Fe area. Mm -hmm. And she told me, like a biofeedback machine that everything that I was saying that I am, I, I guess I'm clairaudient and I can hear it mm -hmm. and I almost take dictation. So people think I'm just talking all wise when in fact it's spirit coming through me and I'm just saying, and I'm the one yeah. voice for it. That's the sound. She was, she confirmed that everything that I was saying was happening because mm -hmm. she could see it. So that was pretty amazing. So Healing occurs when we um, get out of our own way, we connect to our innermost self, we make small incremental changes in our life that are loving and kind to ourselves, even if it's just eating more vegetables or whatever. You know, you talked about the light. I mean, look at plants, photosynthesis. I mean, that's what they live on is light. And I think that we do too. Yeah. And um, the light cleanses us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you said that, you know, it's healing is expanding in, the, in one's awareness as well, too. Um, yeah, because I, I just felt that to be so amazing because a lot of times I can see, you, you can see, you, you know, as an outsider with other people, sometimes you can be like, oh, if they do this or if they go there or they do that, it's like you could kind of like see for them, like, if you just yeah. do this, your problems would be, you know, like, work through. But, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of times they're so stuck. And as you explained it before, like you're stuck and they can't um, see it. So being open to expanding in your awareness so you can be able to receive all the light around you that people are 
people, things, life is trying to offer you, spirit, guide, gods, you know, and once you can open up, opening those chakras up, opening that heart up so you can receive all of the beautiful, mess beautiful messagings that's out there for you. I just felt so much beauty and expanding in your like awareness around all of uh, all of this. So, wow. so you definitely um, help people through spiritual spirit, spirituality and um, other healing techniques. Can you talk about what you do? Um, if you're talking about transmosis, that's more of an integrated methodology that that's just come to me but i've studied so many like reiki was back in the early 80s and i did become a reiki master and i did teach a couple classes and 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 theta healing access consciousness you and method i mean there's so many of them healing touch and i kind of combine them all together depending on what the person needs Mm -hmm. And what I know, and, you know, making sure all the chakras are open before we even start so that the energy is flowing. That's the thing is to reconnect to, it's almost like on a cellular level that you connect no matter what body, spiritual body might vibrate a little higher than the physical body because it's physical body is more dense. Mm -hmm. But sometimes physical ailments happen in a body that started in a, in a spiritual body. So what is kind of interesting as far as anatomy goes is that we have spiritual anatomy that looks just like our physical body. So we have holograms. So you have a holographic causal body, mental body, etheric body, you know, astral body, et cetera. And what's interesting, I think, is that 80% of the time, Wounds and disconnects, those globs of energy, as I think of them, very scientific, <laughs> are um, lodged in the nervous system, the endocrine system, and the chakra system. And then they, they get lodged in other places, too. So there's many places to go. And any energy work that I've ever studied or done, the common denominator for myself is that I share what I hear and what I see. And oftentimes I want to know what's going on. Like I said, like, Vicki, why did you pause with, you know, calling in my guides? Um, so I, I share everything that I hear and I see. And what happens now is that the light takes over. The light, suddenly it's almost like I don't have to say anything because the person is encased in this beautiful golden energy. And that's all there is. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I don't mean that in an incompetent way, but it's very mysterious and sacred. The vehicle that I am that allows this um, facilitation of the energy to do it. The light yeah. does it, not me. So yeah. there are clearing statements that access consciousness uses are you familiar with access consciousness no i'm not what is access consciousness it's a body of energy work it's accessing consciousness and you know how reflexology is for your body it's on the bottoms of your feet all those nerve endings connect well everything's one thing so we always forget that too we seem like we're separate but access consciousness has 32 points on the head <clears throat> mostly around the ears and back the head and all that. And when you hold those points, you change someone's life with ease and grace. It's really amazing. Oh. Um, and the clearing statement goes right over your head consciously. It goes like this, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. And you're like, what? <laughs> but it is a shortened version of all the ways that life comes at us and that we clear it out so that we're not stuck. So that's like defragging your computer. If you understand computer terminology, you get rid of all the crap that you don't need mm -hmm. just by holding these points. So one of the points is on the temple. So if you just hold the temple, you can imagine a, an imaginary line of energy going back and forth. And if you think or say out loud, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povads and beyonds, it's clearing out all your points of view about healing, not healing, not getting enough healing, you know, all of your points of view about healing. So it's yeah. about consciousness. 
And it's about remembering that you are this expanded being. You're not this contracted, fearful thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. There's so many amazing energy work modalities out there. And that's my passion is energy work. Mm. It always has been. And to talk about it is even more fun because you can only work with one-on-one or you can teach a class and teach them how to do it. Teach, you know, the givers and the receivers. But what's most important about access to me is that it's the, it's called access consciousness bars because bars can be like limiting, right? You're behind bars. You're limiting yourself consciously. And this opens you up when you have your bars run. Oh my gosh. It's kind of scary in a way, almost like if you were standing on a carpet and that carpet was pulled out in front of you because your reality looks different. Your reality is different because you don't have all those sticky points of view anymore that are in your way. It's like that energy, you unstick it and then you become more of who you truly are, a divine being. I don't know that Gary Douglas, the founder would call it that or Dane here, H-E-E-R, if they would call it divine self, but I do. I I think of it as love. They think of it as probably, I don't know, consciousness. And it is that, it's neutral. You know, you're not positive or negative, you're neutral. And when we're neutral, we can see the world clearer. When you were talking, I kept hearing the word, misperception it's Mm kind of like that's what happens with self-healing is that you clear out all those misperceptions that you kind of made up oh that person's mad at me or I did this wrong or you know all that bs you know it's just not truth yeah and it's I think the most important thing is to empower people to be to know and have the experience of who they really are and I think that's what happens when I get to work with someone it's very sacred It's not like, hey, let me swing a chicken over my head and you're going to be healed. You know, (laughs) it is so not that it is. It is so sacred that we go very deep. And then when the light takes over and I share what I'm hearing and seeing the person, actually the receiver, actually, well, I'll tell you the definition of transmosis. Nobody could tell me what it meant. So I finally went within and asked spirit, what is transmosis? Because I heard that when I was doing Reiki with someone years ago. Mm-hmm. And transmosis is an unconscious transfer and assimilation of higher frequencies to raise the recipient's energy mm-hmm. to equal the source energy. So that's kind of it in a nutshell for self-healing. You know, you, you just, you just, I don't know if you sift it out, you loosen it up, you clear someone up. So that they can remember who they truly are and then yeah, take yeah. care of themselves and honor that. Mm-hmm. It's an honoring of self and kindness. So I'm sorry, I'm rambling. What was your question? <laughs> no, I, no, it was, um, you know what? This is, you know, this conversation is just around, you know, self healing and understand that there are other realms outside of getting that magic blue pill because there is no magic blue pill and that there are other options out there and options that may not be spoken about in the conventional world that we, you know, in the world that we live in, we don't necessarily, you know, our insurance is not going to pay for Reiki, Reiki healing. And, you know, I'm, I learned something new. I've never heard of access conscious bars. So this was something really new. Um, and I wanted to ask about the access conscious bars. Um, when you're I'm assuming you're facilitating this on someone okay yes and when you're doing it are you able to feel or see the blockages as you're like in there you know around their skull sometimes it's more about being really present with the person and just holding that space for them and the energy of the person is actually getting altered I'm gonna say that they are actually doing the work I get to facilitate because you can do self-healing on yourself right behind your ears. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a little valley right behind the ears. There's the mastoid bone. And then there's this little valley in your skull. And if you just gently hold those points, that's called your implant band. And Mm -hmm. and if you think of us as a program or a computer, not that that access does, Mm -hmm. but you just hold those points And you can just have the intention, oh, that clearing statement Tracy was talking about. Yeah. Or you can remember it, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. 
it does it. It's like a command that actually releases all of these thoughts, feelings, emotions, considerations, judgments, all the ways that we've pretty much limited ourselves. And it's the whole reason we're implanted here anyway. I mean, we're in a physical body. Mm-hmm. And just by gently, you know, a session would be like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and you just hold these points. And yes, for me, sometimes I do hear and share what I hear and see. But if I was doing it in the purest fashion, I would be completely silent unless the recipient on the table wanted to talk. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time they say in access consciousness that it's the first time a human body truly is receiving because there's no sex involved. There's no anything else other than just being and mm-hmm. receiving the release of these energies. And mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of gets the gunk out of the way. That's why I say it's like defragging your computer. You just get rid of stuff. And yeah. then, you know, like in a computer, when you save your files, that way they don't come back after you've deleted them and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know, there's a place where you're doing that so that it doesn't come back. And I would akin that to be like the liquid golden light in the uh-huh. other energy work, the multidimensional body balancing. Uh-huh. So I just pull it all together and call it transmosis because I don't know exactly what you need. You would fill out a form and tell me what you wanted to work on physically, emotionally, mentally, uh-huh. and spiritually. And then I have a map. It's an eight and a half by 11 inch piece of paper that has everything on it that I've ever learned um, from multidimensional body balancing that needs to be cleared. And then I use applied kinesiology. I call you in 100% pure divine light and I ask for your highest and greatest good. And then I use applied kinesiology or muscle testing and I ask spirit to show me. That's pretty much what happens. Spirit, you know, show me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guided by what I hear and I see to do it. So you can tell me what you want. I can tell you what I think spirit wants. But then they may have a whole different they, meaning our guides of 100% pure divine light, yeah, highest of high, the holiest of holy can tell us what is really in your highest and greatest good. So I record the session because I don't want someone to have to pay attention so much and they take notes or any of that. And then I send the audio recording to someone and then I hear that when they listen to it again, it goes even deeper. Yeah. So I am a... (laughs) a facilitator of energy that supports people to become more whole. Mm-hmm. And why is that a big deal? Because we don't want to just be all physical or all mental or all emotional or all spiritual. You want to be a balance of it all. Yeah, just yeah. like our physical body is always returning to homeostasis. It mm-hmm. does it automatically. And so does our spiritual realm of energy work too. So yeah, yeah, this is um definitely some beautiful information. And I'm assuming when someone comes to see you, they're in the realm of ready to receive because they came to you. They want to receive the healing. How, you know, I know every individual is different, but kind of like the average, do people usually see healing in their in one um session with you? Or it's usually like, okay, we gotta go through this about three, four times. Yeah, no, it's up to the person. It's not like therapy where you come every week or twice. No, as a matter of fact, I I hosted a women's group here and a couple of the women in the group were um, recipients of my energy work. And I was saying, you know, people say it's really great and they really like it, but how come they never come back? And my friend said, Tracy, oh my God, everything that you give us in a session, I am still integrating it. And yeah, it's, yeah. you know, eight months later. Mm-hmm. So I can have my misperception of saying, oh, I'm really not that good. People don't really like the work. No, it's very sacred and it's up to each individual. Mm-hmm. I do have someone that comes, someone who had a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. I would go to her home once a week because she asked for it and she wanted it. Yeah, I have yeah. someone that had had a nervous breakdown and this client comes every other week. Um, I have people that I've worked with once and then I don't see them for like five months and then they come back. So Mm -hmm. I don't have any prescription and I could muscle test and say, when should I come back? And sometimes I am told. And so I say in four weeks or in six weeks, 
Mm-hmm. But I definitely do not prescribe. Yeah. I, you know, if I was uh, following all that marketing coaching stuff, I'd say, oh yes, buy a package and come in. I can't go there. I yeah. just don't. It's very, indivi- it's very individualistic. And um, which is beautiful because this is exactly how we all are. We are all unique individuals out here and we all are dealing with different situations so it's there's not one package so i i think that's absolutely absolutely beautiful that you know it's very very individualistic now um if a person let's say comes in there like a skeptic you know because you know like oh this stuff does it really work um what can the skeptic receive the energy do you think if they're already blockers up there I do. You know, I'm not going to push. I don't know what's in their highest and greatest good, but spirit does. And and I'm I'm having a client come to mind and she was in her late seventies or so. And, and she received it. And, and it's the, I'll just say it's the people who want me to do it for them Mm -hmm. where it doesn't work as well, because it's really not, if somebody drinks alcohol and does drugs, this work is very subtle. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't work as well. Yeah. Um, but this one person who came, it was like one of the deepest sessions I've ever done. And I can feel the resistance, right? But I'm not going to push. I'm just going to gently love them yeah. through through the work. She almost couldn't walk when she was walking out of the house. I have a home office. She was kind of like losing her balance and stuff. I'm like, are you okay? Are you grounded enough to drive? And she says, yes, I'm fine. And then I find out later that she didn't think anything of it because of probably her belief system, but everyone else in her family came and really liked it and received healing. So it's not my job to convince anyone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people come and they go, oh, I just heard the word transmosis and I had to come. I had to to receive this. There's There's a resonance or there isn't. And I'm working on detachment. I'm working on not taking it personal. (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. I have this beautiful client. Oh my God. And she has pain in her heart because she lost both of her children at different times. And when she got off the table, she told me, I do not have that pain in my heart anymore. It was like a stab, you know? And then other people, you know, just cry and they don't know why because they're really healthy, but yet there's something going on that we're not aware of. So Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful experience, I have to say. And it's not like it's because of me. Mm-hmm. But I guess I was divinely appointed to uh, honor this. I almost feel like a messenger sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes information comes through and I don't remember it. And I'm mm-hmm. not like a trans channel and all that stuff. Actually, I've heard that I'm a chinner. I'd never heard of that concept before. Chinning, where mm-hmm. I don't channel a being, like the energy comes down. I actually go up and get it. Cause you tell me what you want. I, I see what spirit says you want. And then we work together and, and then spirit shows us. So I don't want to sound woo woo. Cause I'm not, I'm very grounded, but I am very aware that these yeah. energies exist and that this is serving people at such a deep level that I can't even explain it. And it's difficult for people to put words around it after. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this has been a beautiful conversation of bringing awareness around, you know, the energies. And like I said at the beginning, the energies that you spoke of, of the light and the sound, the energies that we can't see, but they do exist. A lot of times I like to think of them and, you know, because in today's term, like, you know, we have Wi-Fi, we have like, you know, when we pick up our cell phone, we're using, you know, 5G or whatever the service is called. You can't, you know, you just... You have confidence when you open your computer, when you pick up your phone, it's going to work. You're not questioning, how's this Wi-Fi even existing? How am I speaking to someone in another country? You're not questioning any of this, but you know it's going to work. And now that I'm learning more and more about the energetic realms and the, the realms outside of this 3D realm that we that I have been conditioned to only know most of my life, mm-hmm. you know. I'm having under I, I'm having the trust like I do when I pick up my telephone. I trust that, that my phone will be will be working. I'm not questioning all the other stuff that behind it. 
I just know is going to allow me to have access. And that's the same thing that I'm learning with this energetic, you know, field and realm and all of these different healing modalities and techniques that's out there that it's real. Yep. It really, it, it really is real, but you know, I like to just try to take it to something that people can like sometimes understand, like, okay, have, when's the last time you questioned how your phone was working? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't. Well, how do you have access to people all over the world in a matter of seconds? How is this possible? You just trust and believe in the same thing with our healing. We just have to trust and believe that there are outside energies that been here before these cell phones doing exactly. its magic okay they've been here supporting us through many many lifetimes um yes. and and you know it's so beautiful that we've been able to have this conversation bring awareness around that there are these different healing techniques out here and you know before we start to close out do you have any like last minute advice or words or books to anyone out there you know on both ends of the spectrum the skeptic of like huh, what are they really talking about or the person that's like I'm here for it tell me where oh. do I go <laughs> Well, I could actually plug myself. I'm a co-author. Yeah. I'm a co-author with a book called The Magi Within, Unlocking the Gifts of the Inner Self. And uh, Sandra Lee Serio and Vicki Brown and myself, Tracy Whitted, we put together a workbook mm -hmm. that helps people connect with their self on the inner, meaning their intuition. And we coined it the inner magi because it's like your own inner wisdom. You know these things. And so it's a workbook that I offer on my website that is, well, it's, you know, I can show you here. I don't even know if we're just audio, but it's called the magi within unlocking the gifts of the inner self. And it's a workbook of A to Z. Mm. And A is awareness, B is bliss, C Ooh. is creativity. E is energy, K is kindness. Nice. And the three of us worked together and it was so beautiful how it all came because I would write like five chapters, Vicky would write five, Sandra Lee would write five. And, and we actually did the artwork with it too. Um, so the artwork in the book is imprinted, like this is imagination. It's like, how do you draw imagination, right? It's abstract. But it prompts people to like, just like an Oracle deck or something, you just kind of open it and see where you go. And today I just opened it up to nothingness. <laughs> oh, okay. In for nothingness. Um, okay. And then we write a chapter because it is a difficult concept to understand. And we ask questions. And so what the, let's just say kindness, because people can relate to that a little bit better. It's like when you're driving your car on your way to work or, or the grocery store or something and somebody cuts you off, are you going to react? If you're being with kindness all day, mm -hmm. how, it, it's a way to get people to connect and know how they are feeling on the inner. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to say about that is, and also it's a free PDF download, but you'd have to download it and print it if you wanted it paper, or you can go to yeah. Amazon, but it's Tracy Wittet, T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-H-I-T-T-E-T.com and then forward slash book. And, and I okay. want people to have access to this information because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And you can just be with yourself. Nobody needs to know that you're working with kindness all day and you can just notice yourself. Oh, wow. I was judgy. I didn't, I didn't like that when that person did that, or yeah. are you compassionate and kind because you know, that person's late and they got up late or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's just so many ways that we can empower people. And this is one way the magic. Yeah. It's oh, really good. And I want to say blast. I want to say, sorry to interrupt you mm -hmm. is that Buckminster Fuller said 1% is visible and 99% is invisible. So mm. if you think about that, it's kind of mind blowing. There's a lot going on here that we're not even aware of and we can tap into that. Yeah. It's all about empowerment. It's all about self-love and it's all about self-responsibility, but not in a homework negative way. Yeah. Like self-love, you yeah. know? It's it's time that each individual becomes sovereign. They become dependent upon themselves. And of course, we want external love and support. But yeah. I would love it that I was just so connected to the divine that I almost didn't, it didn't matter what anyone thought about me. You know, like I wouldn't need encouragement from the outside because I had it all within. Yeah. Because we do. 
but it's yeah. a perception. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is so beautiful. I, I mean, self-love and self-care has, has definitely been a, a huge um, force within my life over the past um, couple of years. Beautiful. And um, I didn't know it was missing until it, it came. <laughs> and it does, don't you feel more whole when you have it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I unknowingly started going on the journey um, about five years ago, unknowingly. But once I got on my journey and opened myself up, you know, you know, like we were talking about earlier, being open to receive, um, <clears throat> so many beautiful things have come out of this journey. And one of them has been self-love and the awareness that about self-love. So I'm so grateful for it. And um, yeah, and I'm so grateful that you were here today. Now, you. Uh, do you have um, anything else to tell us about your offerings? Um, just that I just right now I'm just doing one on one sessions with people over Zoom and in person here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So if you ever come here on vacation, it's a beautiful place to visit. It's very spiritual. It's very beautiful. But on Zoom, it works very well. So if you're just curious or interested, I invite you to just to go to the website and schedule a session and take it from there. There's no pressure. It's an honor and it's very sacred. And um, I consider it a privilege. I mean, to, to, to support people at such a deep loving level of um, life that, mm -hmm. and, you know, and eventually I'll have a class and people can take classes and online and all that kind of thing. But right now I'm just doing the one-on-one -on -one sessions. I don't want to say just, it's pretty potent. It's uh -huh. pretty powerful. So I'm yeah. here to serve if you're, called to it and if not blessings to you <laughs> yeah 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 whatever resonates with you um and my last question of the day is what does becoming unique mean to you oh becoming unique is actually allowing yourself to be okay and embrace your true nature who you really are what you really like and acknowledging your inner gifts of, for myself, it's, you know, trusting my inner knowing, because my intuition's pretty high. I'm pretty uh, empathic. And when I follow my own unique perspective or filter in life, my life is um, effervescent. It's affluent. It's so beautiful. So it's really that connection, self-connection and self-love to your, no one else can do it except you, you know, your unique gifts and expressing them wholeheartedly mm -hmm. without, with abandon, you know, just being who you are, that unique quality needs to be here and go into this beautiful energetic soup because we're all in the same boat. This is humanity and we're uplifting together as one rises, we all rise, you know, and and our uniqueness is our beauty, our love, our gifts. So do it. <laughs> yes, I love it all. You said so much in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, our uniqueness that you ended it with, our uniqueness is our gift, our beauty. And yeah, let's embrace it. You know, we don't have to be over here being <laughs> like everyone else. It's okay to be you. So right. I love it, love it, love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> was that one hour up? I just got a notification. <laughs> <laughs> is it real? Okay. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate having you today. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you. You're beautiful. <laughs> thank you. So are you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tracy, for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast. I would like to close off this episode by saying that I am calling in 100% pure divine light for you for you guys that have a copy of my book your guide to bringing more acts of self-care or even if you don't have a copy of it the second chapter in the book is all about affirmations and before I jump into the affirmations I talk about the power of I am and the power of the the words that we have so being mindful when we use you know 
the I am affirmations that we're saying it in a high vibrational tone and positive outlooks that we want to go on in our lives. Being mindful, you know, it's easy to say negative things sometimes, you know, I am, you know, I am sick is one of the ones I I love to say all the time when we may want to learn how to change the wording to that to I am healing. But if we think about how we use, you know, a lot of negative self-talk within in our lives sometimes we do something wrong oh i'm a klutz oh i'm a mess oh i can't do that it's very powerful and we and and then it's like we put the spell on ourselves of the negative talk that we're saying to ourselves so i just want to talk for just a quick moment as i close this show out and just talk about the power of the words and the language that we are having with ourselves. Tracy had spoke about, you know, she didn't say the power of I am, but she talked about calling in 100% pure light, sealing the, the, the words that we're saying to ourselves with bringing in all of this high vibrational positive light and sealing it with golden light. She spoke of that stuff at the beginning. And she also talked about, you know, saying to your guys or whoever you may believe in, or just say to yourself, however you want to see things, because I know all of us show up differently. And so we don't have to call to you know, your God, your guides, you can call within yourself and just to make announcements that, you know, you, you know, you're calling in to clean, clear and heal and harmonize me. Understanding the power of the words that we have on ourselves is just so powerful, important and healing. It's healing. And today's episode, I wanted to have a conversation about self healing. And that starts with ourselves. We don't have to wait for someone else to say these words to us. We can say them to ourselves every single morning. And I'm just going to go back to what Tracy was saying because she was the guest on today's show. But she did talk about, you know, clean, clear, heal and harmonize me calling in 100% divine light. If we put that power on ourselves every single morning before we walk out the door, do we understand how the vibration within within us can change? It, It doesn't hurt to try it. It really doesn't hurt to try. So yeah, another amazing episode. I thank Tracy so much for coming on to this podcast and chatting with us. We have a couple of more weeks of podcasts to go to talk about a little more, you know, conversation around healing with different voices and different subject matters. But I just feel like they all fall in the category of healing because it's all about uplifting us. And and when we're uplifted, we're vibrating in a higher space. So yeah. Thank you for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast. See you guys next week. Bye.